This is episode 7, I Can Be Happy Here, with Maria Pritzkett. Welcome to Sophia on Earth. I'm your host, Sophia. I'm a coach, entrepreneur, and yoga teacher, and I help women lead from their feminine in their relationships and in business. On this podcast, we talk about what it means to be human and how each of us gives the human experience meaning and makes it work for them. Connect with me at sophiaonearth.com or via Instagram at sophiaonearth and let me know how you are making the human experience work for you. Today's guest is Maria Priscott. Maria is a yoga and meditation teacher and the founder of Dalein Studio, your space for mental and physical well-being in Berlin. Maria is trained in Vinyasa Hatha and Jiva Mukti yoga as well as meditation. Currently, she's completing her training as a trauma-informed yoga facilitator. She's using a combination of these styles to support her clients to release emotional and physical tension. In this episode, Maria and I talk about her journey from working in the corporate world to becoming a yoga teacher. We talk about traveling, we talk about being happy where we're at, and we talk about uncertainty. Hi, Maria. Hi. Super excited to have you here on my podcast, uh, the Sophia on Earth podcast. Um, yes, I want to tell everybody a little bit about you before we begin. Or more so about, I want to let you speak about yourself, but I want to tell the audience how we met um, and kind of what connects us. So last year I did a yoga retreat in Sicily and that's when we met. Uh, we met like in this like little town of Ragusa, you probably remember, at a bus station because yeah, we were both... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I almost forgot. Yeah, true. We were both waiting to be picked up uh, to go to this place, right? That was like very random in a very random location and I remember um, I was really excited because I had been on Sicily for like four or five days already traveling by myself and I was very proud of myself mm -hmm. and you were there and you said like yeah, yeah yeah I've been traveling around but you had been traveling for like years and I was like okay she's much cooler than me <laughs> but yeah um I would love for you to kind of start by sharing a little bit about this travel journey that you've been on and kind of what made you go on this journey. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, thanks for having me, first of all. Really excited to be part of your podcast. <laughs> um, and yeah, so nice to bring us back to this memory <laughs> on this bus station. And yeah, I can almost see us sitting as in the car on the way to the retreat. So yeah, very nice. Um, but yeah, let me answer your question, maybe. So I was working in the corporate world for I think it was about 14 years and um, I reached a point where I was earning a really good salary, where I was traveling the world, where I had great colleagues, where I was also growing a lot. So a lot of the things that I was always hoping for, I, I managed to achieve, but I still felt empty and I felt like something's missing. So. I started this um, search for happiness. I mean, that's basically what I was looking for. Honestly, mm -hmm. I felt I have everything I could wish for and I don't feel happy. What is going on here? 
And um, I mean, I started reading books and started listening to podcasts. I mean, there is so much great material out there. Um, and then what I realized what's missing is a purpose. I didn't have a purpose in my mm. life. Um, um, also something, something different than myself, you know, like not to care of what I get, what I achieve. Also, so also something to give or to help others in a way. Um, and then I decided that I need to do something different. I need to change something. But I mean, working a lot, um, traveling a lot, I, I felt I don't have the space to understand what it is that I want. I mean, I knew exactly what I don't want, <laughs> but I had no idea of what I could do instead. It felt like also like working for the same company for 14 years. My path was so shaped by that so that I also felt a little bit like I lost it a little bit like knowing about myself, what are my strengths, what are actually my passions. So I felt like I need to take a few steps back and reconnect with myself in a way. Um, and um, yeah, so as I said, I decided and I realized I need a little space. And for me personally, that meant that I wanted to go traveling um, by myself. Um, it was actually the second time I've done it once before. Um, so I knew that I could do it. It wasn't something that was really um, crazy or scary anymore. So it was something I did before. So I knew that this is what I need. I need to completely get out of my comfort zone. I need to get away from all my routines and everything that I'm doing on a daily basis. And so I saved up money. It took me yeah, maybe a bit more than a year, I guess, to, to really, I, I was, since I had this goal, I would, I would really uh, think, do I need this takeaway coffee? So I would like with everything, like every like euro or um, I would spend, I was thinking, is that really necessary? Or would I rather want to save that money to come a bit closer to my dream, which at that point was like, I want to go traveling. Um, yeah. And so after a year, I, I left my job. I basically I almost sold uh, or gave away, donated uh, everything that I had. Um, at the time I was living in Hong Kong and uh, so I, I I was left with four boxes that wow. I sent home and then my suitcase um, and that was it basically because yeah I, I just needed to create as I said it two times already I think space <laughs> <laughs> That's the theme. and um, uh, yeah and um, so then I just started it was it was in the time of COVID, so it wasn't the easiest. Obviously, at the beginning, I came up with this fantastic plan of going to India, Nepal and, like, you know, everything. But that didn't work quite well. So COVID was a little bit like guiding me where where I could go. So it was really dependent on travel restrictions at the end of the day. Um, but um, now looking back, it also led to the fact that I spent four months in Indonesia, which in the beginning, I wouldn't have done because I had this like tag list of I want to go there two weeks and there two weeks and there two weeks. So I would have actually done my usual high speed corporate <laughs> planning. And so I was forced to slow down and take the time and start settling down at places. And um, yeah, and during that time, I, I started um, doing a yoga teacher and a meditation teacher training with the great, great school that actually 
didn't teach us how to do the perfect asana. They actually taught us how to get to know ourselves and, um, and how to, to reconnect to ourselves, how to listen to our intuition. And, and that's, that was exactly what I was missing, right? So that was what I was looking for. Um, and so, yeah, and that's what I did. So I, um, I was starting to just following my intuition at the end of the day. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So cool. Um, I feel like especially when you are in this like corporate environment, like you really lose that, right? Mm -hmm. The sense of who you are and what's important for you. Um, so tell me about the first experience or the first like your first the first time on this trip, right? Mm -hmm. You traveled before, but on this trip, you got on the plane, you got there what was going through your head like were you freaking out were you like <laughs> finally what, what was happening so my very very first trip was to uh, greece mm. um and the first week i went to a yoga retreat mm. uh, because also i felt it could be a nice way to to get started mm. in the traveling process to to start with a quite safe environment mm. a group and knowing what to expect so that was great so actually i kicked off the with like a whole week of just practicing yoga meditating meeting inspiring people so so I think that was really good and then I stayed and I kept on traveling and I I found this super nice cute island where I um, had my little bungalow and I was all by myself for like a whole week I almost didn't see anyone because it was off season and I really enjoyed it that was exactly what I need especially coming from Hong Kong like super busy big city life I was the happiest person there, sitting on my <laughs> terrace, reading, uh, doing lots of yoga and meditation. And But also, with that said, I was also doing a lot of lists of what do I like, what do I not like, because at that time I was still very much looking for a solution. So I felt, um, okay, here I am, not knowing where this will take me. But I want to know, you know, like um, I think a lot of us are very big on having control over things and mm. uh, being scared of the unknown. Basically, I think that's pretty much human anyways. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I was still very much like my thoughts were spinning very much around. Okay, what's next? What what's what's the plan? Where am I going with this? Um, and actually, it took me approximately three to four months I would say mm. to start letting go of that to reach the point that I could say I'm just I'm just planning the next trip I'm gonna see where it takes me and I'm gonna take it from there um, and to be fine with like not knowing what, what's gonna happen and um, and also like working a lot on being present right living in the here and now and not uh, overthinking the past, planning a future that anyways, you never know mm. if it will happen or not. So, um, yeah, so I was also practicing that a lot. So that that helped for sure. Yeah. Was there a specific moment where it kind of switched or would you say it was like a gradual process at some point you just like there were no plans to be made um it was quite was... Uh, gradual yeah. yeah yeah so there was not an awakening there was i think it was just staying with the process you mm -hmm. know i was daily doing my yoga meditation practice i was reading up a lot on mm -hmm. all of these topics so i would just keep on going mm -hmm. you know because i f i knew this is the right thing to do at the moment and i i trusted the process and i think that's so important that when you get started you don't give up right away if 
maybe things don't come as fast as you want. And so, yeah, just like I started, that was the first thing. I think the first thing that started was this trust, this deep rooted trust in that I'm on the right path, no matter what the result is going to be. And so, yeah, so that once that was established then the rest came Mm. yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about a couple more places that you went to on this journey. So let's start maybe with the last one, because that for me was the unexpected highlight in a way. Um, I went the Camino de Santiago Mm -hmm. uh, or I walked, I guess, (laughs) Um, um, because initially the plan was to go to a Vipassana Mm -hmm. um, and uh, me being like really trusting in the universe. I was like, oh, I'm going to get a spot for sure. I'm going to go to Spain. I'm going to go there. Um, because I was on the waiting list and then a few days before I emailed them and I asked like yeah do we have the spot now and they were like "Uh, no sorry (laughs) still no (laughs) and then I was like what but but I feel I'm supposed to do that why is it not working out so weird Um, but then I remembered that I've been uh, listening to an audiobook of a guy that walked the Camino and I've always been thinking about that and since this is in Spain as well so that's why I, I remembered and I decided, okay, but let's do that instead. Then I, anyways, I had planned to go to Spain, and then um, I'm just gonna do this. And it was my plan B to start with, but it ended up being the most beautiful experience mm-hmm. ever, um, because I met so many incredible, inspiring people. You still you spend a lot of time with yourself, and since it was just at the very end of my whole journey of my time traveling. It was also the perfect time to to reflect and to yeah to to prepare myself for what's next for coming back to germany for going back to work and like a lot of big changes that were about to to happen at that time mm-hmm. yeah. love it mm-hmm. what would you say are some of the big lessons i feel like you mentioned kind of trusting the process mm-hmm. and your intuition mm-hmm. what are some of the other big lessons that you learned yeah. I mean, I think the biggest one, to be honest, is it doesn't matter where you go. It's your own, Mm. your own mindset that's making all of the difference. Because when I, when I left my job, so basically at that time I was, how old was I? 36, maybe? I don't know. Um, In my mind at that time, I thought what was, what would be the worst thing that could happen? You know, like I'm. 36 um, I'm selling all of my belongings I don't have a job I don't know what's next what could be the worst thing and for me at that point what I thought would be the worst thing is that uh, I would need to go back home to Mm. to where I'm coming from it's like a small village in the countryside in Germany and I would be there you know like coming back with like basically not having achieved anything at Mm. the end of the day you know like Uh, fulfilling like some kind of stereotype I guess Um, and exactly that happened because because of um, so I went home for Christmas to see my family and uh, then a lot of different circumstances led to the fact that I ended up staying for a few months in the end actually Um, there um, I was living um, with my grandma in the same house actually the house that I was born in Mm. Um, so I was in a way forced to go back to my roots and that was actually the thing that I was scared of the most. Um, 
And now looking back, that was the best thing that could happen. I mean, mm. it's so cliche because you always hear these things, right? And I'm always like, yeah, true, of course. <laughs> uh, but it was at that point, it was so true that the thing that I was scared of the most or that I feared the most, that was the best thing because I really, I had to take a few steps back. I was so focused on what the future will bring and what I want to know and what I want to achieve or experience. But actually what I had to do first was to look back and to make peace with my past. Mm -hmm. And and then being there, I realized I can be happy here. Like even though this is not at all the the place that I planned of being or traveling to, I ended up understanding that I was happy there. I was happy watching the news with my grandma in the evening, uh, you know, going to bed at 9 p.m. and waking up early to go for a walk uh, through the fields. And I was really happy there. And that's that's also when I knew and probably also that's connected to the trust that I was mm -hmm. talking about earlier now that I'm saying it out loud um, that I could trust that it doesn't matter where I go or what I do. It's yeah, it's about how I'm yeah I'm, I'm approaching the yeah. things and yeah I can so relate like <laughs> um through all my travels and all the time that I spend living abroad I always thought like I have to go to mm -hmm. some place mm -hmm. to find something yeah and if I'm in that place where I find that thing whatever that is yeah then I can build the life that I want to live mm -hmm. and I realize after like for me also similarly with the pandemic which kind of brought me home I I realized oh, this thing that I've been looking for the whole time is in me. Mm -hmm. And yeah. when I'm going home, it's coming too, you yeah. know. <laughs> so, yeah, I can really relate. That's really beautiful. Yeah, and I think that's also why then when doing the yoga teacher training, it's, I could relate so much because, I mean, that's the yoga philosophy, mm -hmm. right? Basically, that you should stop searching outwards it's like everything is in you mm -hmm. once you start letting go of all the layers of conditioning and programming the peace the happiness everything is there it's in us we mm -hmm. just um yeah need to turn our attention inwards instead of outwards all the time yeah yeah i love that and tell us what happened so you went on this trip and at some point did you come to like a moment where you said, okay, now I'm done? Or like, how did the trip end or this, this time? Mm. Mm, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, basically my travel budget dictated that. So yeah, definitely. I mean, I knew at one point mm. my money would come to an end. Um, so, but I mean, I made the most out of it. Um, definitely mm. for sure so it was it was the right timing also i felt ready to go back home yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. so it wasn't like i'm sad and i would like to continue no i i also felt like i felt that i the lessons i needed to learn i've learned but i also i felt like i needed to put them into practice because mm -hmm. it's one thing when you're traveling um driving through bali on your scooter uh, <laughs> drinking i don't know a smoothie um but then being home being faced maybe with difficult people mm -hmm. that are different um than what you've yeah connected with before and going back to work like you know it's uh, very different situation so I think that was it was the right time to also put all of a lot of theory into practice mm, I would say yeah yeah and I feel like and also just from what I know about you you also found 
a way that you can live your life no matter where that kind of works for you right mm -hmm. where you would say like you know this human experience I've, <laughs> i found a way to make it work for me uh, so tell us about that um so i think for me um i'm very much influenced by my dad um because he also like he has these adventurous dreams he is at the end of the day very scared to leave his comfort zone mm -hmm. and i would always observe that and see that and i would always be like oh but it's so sad that you can't live your dreams and you can't dare to try things so i think that very much influenced me to to dare a lot and to be by, quite brave because i think when when people know like my journey they're like oh my god that's so brave i wish i could do that and i think what influenced me a lot is that i i would see the pain of not following your dreams of being scared and i think that for me showed me that i don't want that i rather mm. try and fail instead of never trying and like regretting it so mm -hmm. I, that for me was always uh, i would always um choose the the option to fail instead of not trying it mm. so and i think it's it's coming from that yeah yeah so you talked about not knowing kind of what your passion or purpose mm -hmm. was when you were still in the corporate world and then you went on this journey and then you found mm -hmm. your passion and your yeah. purpose right yeah tell us about it um yeah you yeah as i said at one point i stopped looking mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that helped a lot <laughs> i can recommend that to everyone that's still a bit yeah desperate mm. about like finding something or finding the answer so yeah so yeah step one is to that i stopped looking i guess um and then um it happened a few months after that i was sitting at the yoga teacher training it was week two or three i can't remember quite um but I still remember it was like the second or the third week. And they just asked us, um, who wants to become a yoga teacher after this training? And my hand just went up and I was like, <laughs> what? No, I didn't. I, I didn't come here with the plan to be a yoga teacher. Not at all. Um, and then I was like, okay, maybe this feels right. So me sitting there with my hand up, it just felt right. And that's, yeah, that's when I knew I, probably I'm, I'm probably gonna do it i'm gonna go this way and i'm not overthinking it so that for me um that was the thing that i've been working with throughout this whole year is to to reconnect to my intuition and to not overthink because mm -hmm. i'm really good at overthinking <laughs> um and i for me also this this was the deal i made with myself that i'm gonna trust my gut feeling and not what my mind is telling me throughout this whole um journey and the time that i'm off from work um, and so that's why I decided, okay, no, I made this deal with myself that mm -hmm. I'm going to trust my gut. So I'm going to do it now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and that's how it all started, basically. Yeah. Cool. So you decided to become a yoga teacher <laughs> and um, you came back to Germany. Mm -hmm. And what did you create? So, yeah, I founded my own yeah, yoga meditation business. It's called Dasein. And it's it basically what it is is everything that i would have wished for in yoga classes when i was practicing <laughs> <laughs> because when you dive deep into the philosophy and everything what i just mentioned briefly before you see that actually yoga meditation it really has the power to change you mm. to bring you back to your true self exactly that what i was looking for but the way i was practicing yoga before that um it was either 
for relaxation or it was for shaping your body in a certain mm. way or it was very spiritual all of them are beautiful things and i mean they all deserve their place because there is people that exactly they exactly need that but um i felt that there is potential to yeah to give more um to give the teachings in a way that I would have liked to perceive them and also to um, I saw the power the healing power that that yoga mm -hmm. has as well um, I was reading a book and then one line really stuck with me is um, you can't heal what you don't feel something mm -hmm. like that I'm not sure if it's quite mm -hmm. 100% now but so, and that for me it was really like yeah exactly we don't feel anymore. We're like so much in our head. We are so driven by external um, triggers. I mean, I, I mentioned that before in a different way, but it's exactly the same thing. And so I really wanted to create a space for for people to um, to reconnect with their body, to feel also the uncomfortable, because I think we're, we've become so good at trying to fix things mm -hmm. when when we don't feel comfortable or we feel we feel sad, we feel sick, we're always trying to fix it, we're trying to, to find a solution, to take a pill or whatever it is. But what I've learned, because also throughout this year, not everything was great all the time. Mm. So I also had hard times, mm. of course. And, and then me being this the yogi, the meditator, like I would also at the beginning try to like, oh, I'm meditating, I'm doing yoga, and then I'll feel I will feel better until I realized, no, this is not how it works. Um, you need to be able to be with uncomfortable situations, to feel uncomfortable emotions, to really heal them in a way. And so this also um, is a really big part of my, my work, um, helping people to, yeah, to do exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in coaching, we also kind of talk about how emotions are like energy in mm -hmm. motion. Mm -hmm. And that we want to ride the wave mm -hmm. of the emotions exactly, yeah. it's exactly so that. that they that we can release them. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and if we kind of suppress yeah. them, yeah. you know, we just yeah. create tension in the body because exactly. it's like ultimately all connected. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just riding the wave because like we see mm -hmm. it with kids, like mm -hmm. a kid has an emotion, like is angry about something like, yeah. you know, throws a tantrum or mm -hmm. like. And then they're mm -hmm. good, like mm -hmm. it's gone because yeah. they fully went through it. So yeah, that's so beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's all about the resistance. I mean, that's what I work with a lot is how to let go of the resistance of the wish for things to be different. Mm. So, I mean, obviously the things you can't change. I mean, if you want something to be different, you can change mm. it. Of course we should do it. But a lot of times there's things we can't change and we still we want them to be different we want to be somewhere else we want to be someone else um instead of yeah just working with what we have and finding the beauty in, in what's there and so that also is, is a really big part of yeah mm. what i do yeah so what are some of the things that you offer with like your uh, dasein studio yeah so um i have a uh, group classes both online and in person mm -hmm. in uh, berlin is here is the in-person studio and then I have workshops and um, yeah but I mean I have so many ideas uh, <laughs> at the moment so I'm yeah I'm, let's see I think there's a lot of more to come and also at the moment I'm, I haven't even told you I started <laughs> I started uh, a new uh, training as a trauma sensitive yoga teacher oh, wow. exactly so I want to dive even deeper mm -hmm. because I think that there's 
a lot of people, especially um, in, in Berlin, and I hope that doesn't sound too mean now, but mm. they're a bit scared by the yoga lifestyle bubble, mm. um, thinking that you need to be fit or cool or mm. like flexible to do yoga. And it's actually mm. not. So I really also try to um, make it accessible and available for people um, that maybe are worried that they can't do it or um that they don't have the lululemon pants exactly that yeah i know it sounds so mean and yeah. i don't want to judge anyone i, yeah. I wear them myself yeah. um but um yeah to yeah to to also like um maybe go a bit away from stereotypes mm -hmm. and um yeah so i assume kind of starting your own business um that is like somewhat exciting right <laughs> but i'm i'm assuming like well i'm not just assuming i kind of know <laughs> that comes with like all bunch of challenges and um and just like all the feels right so, yeah for sure <laughs> um maybe you could speak a little bit yeah. more on that yeah for sure mm. definitely so um of course at the beginning i was very like trusting and i started and i would do it But then, of course, your business is up and running mm -hmm. and then you have weeks and then there is no customer mm -hmm. or no client. And then you start wondering, you know, did I do something wrong? Maybe it's not good enough or um, do I need to change something mm -hmm. or is this all not going to work out? <laughs> Should I go back to my old job? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This actually I never thought, um, <laughs> but it could Yeah, it may yeah. as well come up yeah. as well maybe it will i don't know yeah. um so yeah that of course i went through all of the emotions at the beginning when someone was asking me how it's going i was like ah, it's like a roller coaster basically mm -hmm. so i think that's a good summary um but i think now i'm starting to reach a point where i realize that I need to find my own way. I should stop looking left and right and what mm -hmm. others are doing and mm -hmm. how things are supposed to be. Do I need to post on Instagram each day mm -hmm. or maybe not? Mm -hmm. So right now I'm in the process of really defining my own way mm -hmm. and how do I want to do the things and, and to to be confident with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, not to compare myself too much with others. I mm -hmm. mean, of course, it's nice to look for inspiration and to support each other. But um, I stopped, like, yeah, this comparison. Yeah. yeah. What would you say is the the way also to kind of advertise that is, like, the most fun for you? Because people mm -hmm. want to get to know you, right? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe even before they kind of come to your class. Mm -hmm. um, what is the way, like, between, like, Instagram mm -hmm. and all the stuff that is out there that you enjoy the most? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're just kind of thinking about yourself. Mm -hmm. So I chose a very, like, not so popular way, I think. Um, <laughs> there's obviously many ways, but and I also, I didn't follow what they taught us in the yoga teacher training in the business <laughs> module. Um, um, actually, I, the first thing I did was setting up a super professional website mm -hmm. um, because for me, I so strongly believed in my concept that I felt I don't want to start with, like, you know, this homemade self-made mm -hmm. website and then needing to update it and update it. And I said, like, no, I really believe that this is the right thing. So the first thing that I did uh, really was setting up a super nice mm -hmm. professional website. And so, yeah, I, that I enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> and you you have a blog there as well or do you post yeah. stuff there as well? So yeah, can... actually, uh, I just started one. Mm -hmm. So but then mostly I also see Instagram as my blog because yeah. um, I try to 
um, each week to write about something like uh, all of these topics that mm. we talked about, mm. like everything that comes from my experience that I've learned that I've went through. Um, so, yeah, I also try to inspire and help mm. people through that, basically. Yeah. yeah. What would be a piece of advice, like say you were talking to somebody or one of the listeners was considering kind of making a huge change in their life, maybe mm -hmm. even starting their own business. Like what kind of advice would you have for them? It would be exactly what I just said. Find your own way. Mm. Don't, I don't think that my way is the right one for a lot mm. of people. It's very extreme mm. and you need to be really brave. And I also, I was so lucky that I had the support of my family mm. and I knew that if something happens, they would be there for me. Mm. So I think it's find your own way. And maybe if that means, You just reduce your hours like a week mm -hmm. and then you start working more on what you're passionate about mm -hmm. and start growing that slowly. Um, I think that is my learning. You you don't need to be 100 or 0%. It mm -hmm. doesn't need to be black or white or either or or do exactly the same thing as I did. So I think it's more find your passion and then find your own way mm -hmm. that you feel um, authentic with. Yeah. Don't try to be something that you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, I like that. And one thing that I think people might be wondering about as well, at least that's what I always <laughs> do when I, when I hear people kind of like creating things, it's also just about like, how, how are you making it work for you? So, because like there are these expenses, right? There mm -hmm. are like, there is reality where you have to like pay your rent and eat and stuff. Yeah. Um, so how are you making that work for yourself? Ah, well, much better since we talked about it. <laughs> Because you said to me when I was at the point that I was worried about finances, yeah. obviously. And you said to me, plan until the next rent. Yeah. You, you know, don't plan until next year. Yeah. For now, I mean, I'm at the beginning. I'm at the very beginning of starting the business. And um, so to really take it step by step mm. and that helped me a lot yeah. and I'm doing that now and I sleep much better at night yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad yeah, even I... though maybe you wouldn't think but it does yeah. help I remember those times when I was like I don't need to know how I'm gonna pay my rent in like four months but I know now you know and things fall into place I mean it's it's again it's like this whole cliche that the universe you need to trust the yeah. universe but it is really that if you do what you do with the right intention mm -hmm. And it feels right. Things do fall into place. Mm. I mean, that's definitely once I stopped letting go of this control that I was talking about earlier, mm. things they come. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't believe it when I when I was listening to podcasts yeah. and people would say <laughs> that I would be like, yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. it's yeah, I've yeah, that's how it went. Yeah. Mm. So you have like like just like small part-time things that you do yeah exactly so, yeah. yeah so i um i started a part-time job um and then also i have another another job as a freelancer mm -hmm. and also i'm teaching as a yoga teacher in a different yoga studio mm -hmm. so but what the most important thing is that um all of my jobs are within the yoga mm -hmm. meditation mm -hmm business or fields mm -hmm. and I think that is really important that not all of a sudden I start uh, sitting at the supermarket mm -hmm. cashier I mean <laughs> yeah. of course I mean it's yeah. it's great work as yeah. well and I mean I would probably earn the same but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I think that's important to to stay in that area that you want to work with that you mm -hmm. surround yourself with inspiring mm -hmm. people 
um, then you meet people that are doing the same thing then maybe you can help each other um, and also I remember I once I did uh, a training for surf survival because mm -hmm. I was really scared of the waves and surfing mm -hmm. and then there the teacher he also said um, you don't need to paddle out and catch every wave mm -hmm. you can just go to the beach watch the surfers and just be there surround yourself with the energy that you want to be in you know you don't need to know and mm. achieve everything right away just be there and yeah so as i said surround yourself with the energy and i think yeah, yeah that's that helps a lot as well yeah. yeah and i think there's a lot to be said also to kind of ease into it right mm -hmm. because you can start your own thing without having money saved, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, you mm -hmm. can reduce your hours maybe in the job that you currently have. Mm -hmm. And yeah. even if it's not like in the field yet, um, where where you want to kind of establish yourself, right? Uh, but just to have more space to... Mm -hmm. Exactly. In, in, yeah, yeah, in terms of time, right, yeah. to create. And also, um, there is a lot to be said to have like that stability, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, exactly, yeah. Because when you know, okay somehow you know by doing this part-time job in a different yoga studio um, my rent is going to be somewhat covered mm -hmm. um, you have more emotional mm -hmm. energetic space Absolutely. to create yeah, exactly. and put all the ideas that you have into exactly. practice right yeah and I, i think also a lot of people they don't have the luxury like like me to for example not have a family mm. uh, or kids um i think that's mm -hmm. a whole different story and i think then when you do have these responsibilities then it is really important also to to not go crazy and find what is the stability that you mm. need to provide for yourself and mm. others and then take it from there yeah yeah so let's uh, do a little time travel into Ooh. the future. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, like, let's say we're sitting somewhere, maybe not in this little recording bedroom, <laughs> but um, maybe like we're sitting somewhere um, in the sun. It's warm outside. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's like a huge terrace or something. Okay. It's five years from now. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me about your life. Okay. So in five years from now, I definitely gonna work in this whole uh, trauma yoga mm. field that I just told you about because I just, as I said, started and I'm so excited about it and I can't wait to really work much more with that. So, and, and I actually, I have the vision uh, because I found this super great platform um, and they offer courses and workshops exactly around this topic, but it's for the Spanish speaking world. Mm -hmm. And I would like to create that for the German speaking world um, because also I feel there's a lot of great content in English, for example, mm. but I still feel maybe uh, a lot of people can be reached with the German mm. uh, as well. Yeah. So I think I, I want to have my platform then. Okay, mm -hmm. tell me more. What else? What do you want to know? Like, tell me about like your studio and I don't know where you're living. I want to know all the, the entire vision. Um, let's see, definitely somewhere connected to nature for sure. Mm. So I definitely, um, I love that. I mean, uh, I enjoy now being in Berlin and mm. living the big city life. It's mm. a lot of fun, mm. but I also know that in the future I, I want to be close to nature and yeah, yeah, definitely somewhere outside the city for sure. Maybe like some, maybe there's like this 
how, like I'm making this up now. People <laughs> okay. will be like, this is not my vision. <laughs> but like I'm kind of, as you say, as I'm picturing like this, I don't know, beautiful house somewhere in the countryside yeah. and maybe even some sort of like yoga space exactly. connected to exactly. it, right? Yeah, so that people can come, uh, exactly, especially the ones that are stressed from the city mm -hmm. and then um, they can have their, their space to detach mm -hmm. and reconnect and... Um, yeah, yeah, connect with themselves basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, love it. That's good. I, I love <laughs> that you Are can you see okay? that too. <laughs> Are you okay with my vision for you? No, but that's exactly that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else that you would kind of like to share about the things that you're offering or whatever it is? Anything? Um, I think the main thing also with what I do, and I think that's also really important to keep in mind mm. when, when you come to work with me, is that it's not about having the perfect yoga class or the perfect meditation class. What we do is training for daily life. So it mm. can be hard and you probably won't get an effect after 60 or 90 minutes. Mm. So I think consistency is really important. Mm. Um, and also to know that whatever we do in the workshops or in the classes, it really is, it's a preparation for when things get hard mm -hmm. in daily life that you can deal with them in a better way. Yeah. So I think that's important to know that the aim is not to have the most relaxing experience, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, you will have probably anyways as a side effect, but mm -hmm. that's not the goal. Mm -hmm. The goal is really to, to get things moving and to mm -hmm. change your perspective on how you see the outside world, how you react to things to really take you out of your autopilot, basically. Mm, yeah, yeah, love mm. it. So where can people find you online if they want to kind of join yeah. your class or whatever? Yeah, it's going to be my website, the one that I've been promoting already. <laughs> and, Very uh, professional. And, and, and Instagram. I mean, yeah. I'm using those too. Yeah. And what is the, like, which Instagram handle is it? It's uh, daseinstudio.de. That's the, the URL for the website? And, uh, and the Instagram as well. Ah, as it's well. both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's both. Okay. So uh, everybody, you know where to find Maria. <laughs> Thank you so much for yes. for coming to uh, this little recording session and for Thank sharing you. your experiences and your heart and your truth and um, all your beautiful thoughts um, with everybody. Um, I'm sure a lot of people really appreciate it and can really relate and uh, feel inspired. So uh, it's an honor to have you here. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for helping me with my mission. I'm much clearer now. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of Sophia on Earth, where we talk about what it means to be human. If you want to dive deeper, leading from your feminine essence in your relationships and in business, I would love to hear from you and support you on your journey. You can find all of my one-on-one -on -one coaching offers on my website at sophiaonearth.com or feel free to just reach out to me via Instagram at sophiaonearth. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Sending you so much love.